0: back to the Chicago Tomahawk I'm Mike I got my lineman Matt with me and today we got a loaded show today uh just because there's there's quite a bit to talk about um Patrick Kane obviously what's going on with him Taves we're gonna go over the league there's been some moves going around the league and some comments made about uh coaches from agents uh and from players uh but to start it off I'd like to thank everybody for listening and um do us a favor if this is your first time listening, hit the subscribe button. Uh, just that way, you don't miss uh, any of our future our future podcasts. So, Hawks got blown out by the Leafs, five to two. Lafferty and Kucherov with the only goals for the Hawks, and the Leafs were just too much. It seemed like the Hawks were kind of keeping up with them for a bit, and then the Leafs kind of ran away with it uh, in the second period, and um, you know the Hawks just couldn't um, just couldn't come back in the third. You know, the Leafs are a very interesting organization, and I think that they're a good measuring point for um, an organization like the Blackhawks because um, it really goes to show you, in a 5-2 to loss, it really goes to show you just how far ahead, where you're at, and how far below the top tier of competition uh, you are. Matt, do you think that the Leafs have kind of stagnated a bit, or do you think that they've grown over time, minus their recent addition?
1: Uh yeah, I think they've grown. I think they've taken a different approach with the goaltending, which uh, seems to be working. Uh, you know they brought in kind of maybe one B's, two of them. Uh, I was a fan of Jack Campbell last year. I thought he kind of took a little too much to you know of the blame for the loss. But I think they did. They they lost Game Seven against Tampa. Tampa's just so experienced, and you know they they played well, but. Uh, I'm more of I think you need a, a true starting goalie. I think that probably right now is their main weakness, but what we'll, we'll see in the first round of the playoffs.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, I was a big fan of Jack Hamlin. To be honest with you, um, you know they got for, I would say them playing against Montreal and that went to seven games was one thing. Uh, taking. Um, taking the lightning to seven games to the limit goes to show you just how much better they got as a team went into the playoffs as a strong team and um, it's just unfortunate that the you know the flip of the coin kind of went to the other side uh, especially for a struggling organization in the playoffs like the Leafs. Um, the Hawks beat the Senators in OT. <clears throat> that was a pretty exciting game, man. Yeah, um, evenly I, I thought that it was. Yeah, yeah, I thought that it was. It was really enjoyable. It's really disconcerting from an Ottawa standpoint to see a, a team like the Blackhawks. Who, you know, it's it's no. Um, you know it's no secret that they're looking to tank for a good prospect and you've got a team like Ottawa that has made some some pretty big moves in the in the offseason getting Alex to and uh, picking up Claude Giroux and um, essentially sending their draft pick to Chicago and Chicago drafted a you know an incredible hockey player and Kevin Korczynski, at least what he's done so far um, I think that Ottawa on the other hand it's it's really disconcerting to see how bad that they are this year. W- were you expecting more from this team? Well, I was expecting
1: to to kind of pick off, pick up where he left off with the Hawks with all the goals, but they're just not there this year. And uh, I thought he'd be playing, you know, with Brady Kachuk and uh, maybe even Claude Giroux. I think they actually did play together the last game. They, I think they actually hooked up for uh, a goal from Drew. Nice pass by uh, Dabrinkap. But yeah, the team is, it's weird, man, because last year they got hot at the end of the year and uh, they were beating Toronto up pretty bad and everything. And the Leafs were just like, oh, I can't believe we're going to get knocked out. We, can, we can't even beat these guys, stuff like that. But for some, for some reason, every year it's, they are they're either like mid-pack or at the bottom and it's just not changing. I don't know what the deal is i i think anton forsberg was their goalie he went out with an acl injury he's out for the year now but yeah i don't get it i think they're just living in the shadow of uh the maple leafs and the canadians even though the canadians are pretty bad it's just they're they're not getting that uh not getting that uh, media spotlight
0: you know i think that we're getting to a point in the league that the goalie position is more important than ever you typically you'd have a if you could a star goalie and then whoever to kind of back him up i think that it's getting to a point where do you think that it's a better idea that a team maybe doesn't have like say like a marty Brodeur, but you know somebody that's really good and then somebody under him that's really good as well instead of there being such a disparity in talent between uh, both goaltenders
1: well i think ottawa's they they tried to make a move with goaltending. They brought in Cam Talbot, and you know that poor guy's been around, man. He's I think he yeah. was with Minnesota, and they kind of they signed Flurry, and he kind of got the boot. He was with Edmonton, he was with Calgary. I think he started his career off with the Rangers. So this guy's been around, and it you know he's he's a good goalie, but he's like a I, I guess you could say a number two, and that's the problem. Yeah. A lot of these teams they're signing two number two guys. And they're trying; they're hoping that he turns into a number one, and it's just it's not there yet. And you know, you know, you got Tampa with uh, Vasilevsky, and you know they they some somehow they find a way to bring in good backups. And like when they do play, they got a good record. I think Brian Elliott's been there for a couple of years, and he's not you know the same Brian Elliott that he was in St. Louis, but he 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 knows how to plays a vet. When he gets his time, he he wins, and that's what you need out of your your backups and stuff like that. But I mean, if you want to go somewhere, I really believe that you need that true number one, and we've okay. seen it with, we've seen it with Tampa. Obviously, look at the Rangers; they got you Sturkin. All the top contending teams, they they got that really good, solid goaltender. So that's what going back to the Leafs. I think that's going to hurt them eventually in the playoffs. Uh, we'll see. But I mean, going back to 2010, the Hawks. You know, we had crystal ball he way he was our starter and he ended up losing it to a a no-name antini emmy so yeah. you, you never know sometimes guys uh they go on an incredible run and they steal it and and then they they make their money off that uh that one run they have and they play another couple of years in the nhl
0: canter <laughs> <laughs> showed up with two goals lafferty with one and anthony see with the game winner um you know I think that a lot of people have been really hard on Kane because they feel that you know he should be playing lights out every single night. You know, um I don't think that he has the roster to kind of support that. And number 2, I think that his hip is uh, a lot worse than than what they're um than what they're letting on to. Do you think that maybe there's any uh there's any legit- legitimacy to that?
1: Yeah, I think the the hip injury is serious more serious than we thought more serious than he, what he's saying. He's saying it's not a big deal, but I mean, there's like, we going back to what you said last week, he, it looks like he's skating in mud, you know, like he, he just doesn't move like he used to do. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't really have a supporting cast. I think if he had his, you know, his sniper, like a Debrink cat, you know, like a Panarin, somebody that he, a, a finisher, he just, there's no finishers on this team. You know, we got we got some gritty guys. Domi, he tries. You know, he's they're asking him to be like a number one center and a number one like sniper with Kane. It's just he's not that type of guy. So yeah, Kaner, I think what's he sitting at now with points? I believe he's got eleven goals, twenty six assists, thirty seven points, minus a thousand probably. But yeah, he he's gonna need somebody in in order to be successful. He can't do it alone. He's not Wayne Gretzky.
0: Yeah, no yeah. kidding. Um, you know. Kane is is um you know that's really interesting that you, that you put it that way. I think because of injuries he has um he's been having, you know, some issues this season, probably the first season, but he's made a lot of careers, man. He gave um he gave Patrick Sharp a career. Mm-hmm. He turned him into a 30 goal scorer. He gave um Andrew Shaw a career cuz he played with with Kane here for a while. Yep. He gave um uh, the bread man a career gave him his nickname it gave uh Debrinkat a career and to be honest with you i think he's behind the revitalization of ty domi just being around and playing with him yeah. so i think that he's been a player his whole career where he's made his teammates better a, a lot of people get hard on his um on his defense and um and yeah sure that is one thing but 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 caner is a goal scorer and he is a playmaker and that is his job they don't pay him to play defense they pay him to score goals and to create plays which is something that he's done very very well his entire career the fact that he's having a hard time with that this year goes to show you that something is going on with him you know maybe it could be the trade talks you know sure Maybe he's like, I'm sure that he's sick of hearing about it. You know, my my own theory about this is, is that Davidson is like, I don't want you to say what you want to do. Let's leave it open to see what kind of offers come in for you. The only way we can do that is that we say that you're healthy and we see what teams want to offer for you. And if what they offer is something that you want to do, then you can waive your no trade clause and then we can make a move. I think that is what has been going on because a lot of people are looking for some, you know, some, um, you know, for them to clear things up. And you know what? I'm one of them, they, yeah. I, I, I totally get that. But as an organization they don't have to do that they don't have to let us know what they're doing on their job is to run the team and our job is to run fan, to, to be fans and to watch so um i think Kaner's, the information of him getting out his hip coming out um is probably the, the monkey wrench that threw everything into the into the trade talks and um and that's been the uh, the thing that has kind of screwed up maybe Kaner going to need, New York, uh, and And Toronto, um, yeah, and Toronto, yeah, them too. Um, I I think that Ryan O'Reilly is a better fit there than than Caner. I mean, I think Caner could put them over the top, but I think that Ryan O'Reilly fits that. Player type that they need, um, in, instead of Kane, they've got enough playmakers. Man, I mean, how much, how much more playmaking can you have? Yeah, you. You've got Mitch Marner, you've got John Tavares, you've got William Nylander. I mean, for fuck's sake, you know, you can't put all these guys on the same line, and uh, you practically have three lines where you can have a solid, um, a solid playmaker on each line so adding Patrick Kane you know isn't really going to do anything adding a two-way forward who could play both ends of the ice uh, very efficiently is so um I don't mean to jump into that I mean I was going to jump into that that's a good
1: take and I agree with it I think that's what the Leafs need they need a guy who is a Selkie like center and who could I mean always proven he can win a Stanley Cup he was amazing in that series against Boston when the the Blues won and I think that having a center like him is more valuable than a, a guy like Kane. Because now they have Austin Matthews. I mean, for, I mean, they moved Tavares to wing. That's how deep they are. You yeah. know. And, the, and if they wanted to, they could say, hey, O'Reilly, we're going to put you on the third line. We want you playing against Kucherov, Braden Point, stuff like that. We want you to shut him down. That's why we brought you here. We're gonna put Tavares back at number two. And look how deep that the the centers are. Matthews, Tavares, O'Reilly, and then David Camp. <laughs> you know, that's just that's an insane center lineup that you can have. And you got that getting that Stanley Cup experience in the locker room is also huge. They the Leafs need that. And obviously Kane's won his cups too, but Ryan O'Reilly's been a captain. And that I actually heard on the the show yesterday, that's the second captain they brought in before the trade deadline. They brought in Mark Giordano uh, from the Kraken last year. But, you know, he was a captain with the Flames long before that, too. So they're getting a bunch of leadership in there. And I think that's a a great A-plus move for Kyle Dubas and the Toronto Maple Leafs.
0: The league now, too.
1: That's you're right. I didn't give him enough respect. They brought him in last year and he was the Blue Jackets captain. That's three captains they brought in in the last right. two years, which I fully ended up going somewhere else, I think Boston. But yeah, great, great move. I love it. And I it does hurt for Kane because that was rumored to be you know one of the teams he'd waive his trade clause to play. But I, I don't see it happening now that the, the Leafs gave. St. Louis, uh, another first-round pick. Look at St. Louis has three of them, I believe. They got their own, they got the Rangers, and now they got the Maple Leafs. They're high picks, but that's possibly an NHL player right there. Three of them. So it's scary. Good for the Blues, too. (laughs) I mean, they know they're not going anywhere. They're going to sell, and they're making their franchise. They're kind of like reloading on the fly type of thing. And that's a great, great management from them, too.
0: I love it, man. Yeah. Um, I, obviously, I hate the Blues because I'm a I'm a Blackhawks fan. But it's hard the to way admit it. It's hard to yeah, admit it is. That it, is.
1: That it is. They're doing the, they're doing
0: good. It sucks. The, the way that they run their organization is is really good. And to be honest with you, I mean, Davidson has practically been a GM for a year now. So we can't even really um, we can't even really grade him on how yeah. he's been as a GM. I mean, to be honest with you, I think that. Um, at the time, I was really shocked about that DeBrin could Same. trade yeah. in the summertime, getting Kevin Korchin, and then drafting Korchinski. But seeing Korchinski, it's like, oh, wow. Yeah. You know, this is, you know, maybe this is a good move. After because- that World
1: Junior tournament, watching Korchinski, yeah, it's like, okay, maybe Davidson has been doing his homework. <laughs> yeah, guy, no kidding. This guy went out and you know, made a big splash trading a 40-goal scorer. It's like, what are you doing? He's young, you know, and yeah, and maybe he's saying, hey, yeah, he's only a 40-goal scorer because he's been playing with Kaner. And maybe maybe he thought that and said, hey, I'm going to stick with it. I want this Korczynski kid, and I'm going to go out and get him. And after that tournament, man, he looked good. Yeah, he he's did. He's kind of silencing a lot of people.
0: He he is. K- Korczynski looked good. Um, you know, Frank Nazar scored a goal. That's the tr- that's the draft pick that we got for Kirby Doc. Yeah, he scored in his first uh, NHL game as a freshman in, in college. Uh, so this kid is going to be you know growing. You know, and you know, be I think the University of Michigan does a really good job with their players and. You know, kind of developing them uh, for the NHL because a lot of guys who come out of Michigan, they're they're pretty NHL ready when they get there. You can't really say that about a lot of college players, but a lot of dudes who come out of Michigan, they seem to be you know pretty ready for the NHL.
1: Yeah, probably the number two guy Fantelli, right? He is their number one center, I believe. Yeah, he's yeah uh, he is projected to go two in the draft. He could be a future Blackhawk as well. So. It's, it's going to be interesting, man. I, I'm looking forward to the uh, draft and the free agency period.
0: Yeah. So Jonathan Taves will not be traded this season. I don't think that there's any possibility of him being traded. Um, I Unfortunately, I think that his autoimmune disorder is starting to flare up again. Um, I, I think that it comes from putting too much stress on the body. I think the idea of you know this possible trade deadline thing is kind of just putting him over the edge with stress um, as far as Kaner's concerned I think he's probably like you know what if I get traded to New York or Toronto sure I'll I'll, I'll go and play for another cup if I don't okay great I don't have to move you know <laughs> which is a lot of stress on a guy who's looking to play hockey, but then now he's got to worry about his family, you know, because yep, it's, yep. it's not just Caner anymore, you know, Taves, on the other hand, um, I think that what he's dealing with is, um, you know, I think that autoimmune disorder is starting to come back up, and he's starting to have to n- realize and, and deal with the idea that, hey, you know what, it's not necessarily father time that's uh, prohibiting me, it's my body is sick and there's nothing that I can really do about that and that maybe it's possible that he retires at the end of the year and what a career he's had you know um the brush line had a really good um take you know he said that because Taves is so he's so um competitive that he's gonna maybe try and sign with another team I don't think that's going to be the case I think he's just going to be like hey you know what i I can't stay in shape when I'm, when I'm sick all day, you know, and I'm sick all day because I'm trying to make it back to the NHL, you know? And um, I just think that um, it might be a a good idea for him to, to kind of maybe just ride off into the sunset, man. You know, I would love to
1: see that. I, I, I would love to see him say, Hey, you know what? My body is just had it, you know, all those battles with, uh, Ryan Kessler over the years has finally taken my, the toll on me, but (laughs) even though he got the W's on all of them, but, uh, I would love to see him say, Hey, I want to go down, you know, as a captain, I want to, you know, I wish he would say it like, Hey, this is going to be it for me. And then immediately get signed to like a player development type of role, you know, still involved with the team because I, I think it's important to, uh, take care of guys like that 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 given everything and now you can you know you could still work for us we love you we want we love your input i i I could see it happening i hope it's not another team but he's very knowledgeable a plus hockey sense type of guy yeah that's what you want in your management you you need you need guys like that have been through the wars and the battles and all those years it's just a he's a black hawk man he's he bleeds black and black and red so i mean I would I would love to see it happening, but a little bit of me, like, agrees with the brush line. He is very competitive and he's probably be like, you know what? Screw you guys. I'm going to go sign a one-year deal with, like, say, like, my hometown, the Jets, and I'm going to prove you guys wrong. I could
0: see and then, that too. And then he plays 37 games. I, you know? <laughs> I would hate it, but yeah, it's kind of <laughs> yeah. like
1: what uh, Mike Madonna did. You know, Dallas says, we're not going to resign you, and he, he ends up going to play for the Red Wings, and you know, for like twenty five games, it was just like a waste of time. You know, he he could have yeah. been at home with his family, and then he, he ends up going back to Dallas, signing a one year, a one day deal to retire as a star. It's like, come on, man, you should have just yeah, done I that know, in the first man. place. But when money's I know. thrown at you, I mean, it, you you got to take it, I guess, if it's big money. So,
0: oh my gosh! So you said that the Kraken actually have. Some interest in Taves though. There are reports. Yeah, there are okay. reports
1: of uh the Kraken kinda of calling and asking about Taves, but uh with his recent health going on IR now and uh non COVID illnesses they're saying, it might it might well most likely will scare him off. But I did read that report from the hockey feed saying that Taves he I think he's gonna go down with the sinking ship. What is what they said so yeah which is a good good captain you know
0: yeah i I don't see him like him going to the kraken at all or wanting to go there you know
1: yeah i mean they're not going to win this year they're having a good season but uh, i don't think you know a 30 whatever he is 35 36 year old guy is a missing piece you know right right and i think if taves is going to go it's going to be to a team like you know, like favorites you know you got the the Leafs uh, Colorado's always up there scary even Dallas but again it's it's a gamble and he, he the Leafs could have said hey let's get Taves this guy's yeah. this guy's won three cups he's a selkie guy but he's he's too much money and for a first-round pick I don't I don't think I would have gave a first-round pick to Chicago for him unless they ate almost all the salary, but Chicago's not going to do that. It's stupid. Right. So I think Ryan O'Reilly was the right move, but uh, I think Taves' his contract and his cap hit's hurting and his health. So I, I, I think he's going to end up staying too.
0: Before we go any farther, further, I got to let everybody know that Manscaped is selling beard products. That's right. Once again, revolutionizing men's grooming with the brand new Beard Hedger Pro Kit. From a beard trim to a fresh shave, the technology behind the Beard Hedger Pro Kit allows you to shape your signature beard look. Now you can finally use Manscaped products to make your drops, your drapes match your carpet <laughs> by going to manscaped.com and using code Tomahawk 20 for 20% off and free shipping. Matt. How do you like their uh you know man they used to just have like one type of products Yeah. now they're really really expanding into uh, you know lots of other things a lot of guys have beards you're one of them man um do you, do you do you need something that to to kind of keep things uh in shape for you in a way instead of using uh you know well, like some yeah. some rusty uh <laughs> some rusty clippers
1: Well it, it's cool that they have you know, like beard shampoo, which I've tried. It's very good. It makes it nice and soft, not prickly, you know? Yeah. And, uh, that's good. Cause my little baby's always running up, you know, against me and I don't want to give her like rashes or anything. Uh, right. the beard cream I do like too, It it, it kind of gives it a little shine and stuff and it, you know, nice scent to it. You don't, You know, you don't want to look like, like I said before, you don't want to look like Peter Griffin when he grows a beard. (laughs) Got little birds coming off, but very, very good products. I recommend them for anybody with a beard. The conditioner, there's like just lotions and stuff. And they give you a nice brush to comb through it to, you know, prevent any like tangles type of thing like that. But it's very nice product.
0: So it's time to tame your mane. No one likes a weird beard. So say goodbye to all your stubble trouble with Manscaped Pro Beard Kit. Manscaped's Pro Beer Kit, one stroke, one guard, 20 lanes. So you get 20% off, free shipping with code Tomahawk 20 at manscape.com. So the big thing I wanted to talk about today was Ryan O'Reilly. We've already been talking about it because I think it's such a big part of, of what happened um, with this trade. You know, you mentioned Taves going to, to the Leafs. And you know what, man? Say you're, you're Toronto, right? And you were like, you know what, we've played with all these guys before. Wouldn't you want a J- Jonathan Taves to be on the, on the ice with you in game seven versus uh, Tampa Bay to get over the get over the top? Because Taves was a member of the only team that has, uh, <clears throat> well, not the only team anymore, but team that beaten, you know, the, uh, the Tampa in the, in the playoffs. Or I should say in the... Uh, in the finals. Yeah, in the
1: final, Yeah, well, he instantly would be a huge piece in that locker room. Like, this guy, three cups, Hall of Famer, Selkie winner. I mean, that's something you want. I just think the only thing that was holding him back is that cat pit. And it obviously his, his health. But he would instantly be a huge piece and you know what he's been through wars with guys I he's had that war with Kessler the famous I love that rivalry it's awesome uh, and you know what in game 7s it feels like he shows up too I I think that Ducks game he he scored a, I think it was a hat trick actually against that uh, it was a 2015 uh yeah. and then 2011 I remember we were down 3 nothing to the Vancouver Canucks and we ended up getting it back to a game seven, and we were losing. I think it was like maybe three two, with about a minute left. Taves tied the game, forced it to OT. We all know what happened after that. Burrows ended up scoring, but the guy just shows up in big games. He does, and he's yeah. he's like a just a playoff dude, big moment type of guy, kind of like a Joe Sakic, you know, just a Stevie Y type of dude. <laughs> they all wore number nineteen. It's crazy, but yeah. Uh, that's the type of guy, you know, he he would be a, a huge piece for any team going for it. He's just been there. And it's just like I said, though, that teams are just they don't want to give a first round pick for a guy that's, you know, his, you don't know his health. And that 10.5, it's tough to swallow. So I think that's why teams are starting to back off on him.
0: Yeah. You know, it's uh just to reiterate that man, you know Taves and Kane. I think the one thing that I'll remember about both of them is that when it came to Game Seven, man, both of those dudes showed up. Oh yeah. Whether it was Taves shutting somebody down or or Kaner coming in, <clears throat> coming in and scoring a huge goal, you, you, you know could... they 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 both showed up, and I, that's what the Leafs are looking for. They're looking for somebody to to their players to do that because a couple of years ago. Marner and, and Matthews were nowhere to be found during that Canadian series. I think they had two points between the two of them or something like that.
1: Yeah, Philip Deneau absolutely shut them down. And Yeah. yeah. And even you, you said game sevens. You know, you can easily say game six, like elimination games. They would always yeah. find a way to, you know have a have a role in that game like even like say we're beating nashville in six or st louis in six uh vancouver yeah. like you feel like the king the king caner was the probably the king slayer you know he would always show yeah. up uh, taves would always pitch in and do stuff like those guys were just absolutely clutch in elimination games
0: yeah i think it, i think it was what 2015 they went through the kings after battling with them the year before uh going through seven games they beat him in, um, they beat him in f- uh, five.
1: Yeah. Cano with the hat-tricks, right? Yeah, yeah. and
0: Taves, Taves set him up for that last, that breakaway double OT uh, game winner.
1: And even going oh to the God. 2015 win, the game-winning goal, or the, the go-ahead goal, was a beautiful pass to uh, Brad Richards. Open net, yeah. buried it, and that was it for the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning.
0: Yeah, yeah, incredible man. And I think that's what the Toronto's looking for. They're looking for those game breakers. And the guys who are supposed to be game breakers are not. You know, maybe take, maybe taking some scoring, you know, stress off of them helps. And I you know, Ryan O'Reilly kind of fits that mold where like Taves, he's not gonna put up fifty goals a year, but he'll put he'll he will score uh, some meaningful goals whether to tie a game get you a goal to get you back into it or maybe get you a goal to put you over the top
1: yeah absolutely he also yesterday I watched that first period they they started him another underrated thing about him he's a good face-off guy he was winning every face-off I watched him and that's that's important, man. Getting that puck possession is key, and this is yeah. it's an underrated thing for centers. But that was a good game by him. I think he got an assist. I'm calling it tonight. He's going to get his first goal as a Leaf against the Hawks tonight.
0: At one point yesterday, he was 12 for 14. That's complete dominance.
1: Oh God, he he's 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 a hockey player, man. He is the he's got the face of a hockey player. He's got that good beard. He's got that missing <laughs> tooth, and now he, he's he's actually surrounded by. Better talent than St. Louis, so this could be yeah. very scary in the playoffs if you're going against the Leafs. The only thing, like I said, the goaltending is the old, their weakness. So they got to they got to the team who's ever who's ever matchup it is, they got to really exploit the goaltending.
0: Yeah, he's never played on a team that ha- that has had so much talent around him.
1: Yeah, it's unbelievable that top six is. <laughs> Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, Tavares, Michael Bunting, now O'Reilly, uh, William Nylander. It's it's terrifying, dude, to go against a squad like that.
0: Yeah, and you, you know what's crazy? That's something that I that really stands out amongst those names is out of all those big names, man, Nylander stands out to me, and I'm going to tell you why. This guy, when when uh, Marner and uh, and Matthews were not scoring, he was. And he was creating offense. And he consistently does that. Like, it really doesn't matter when it is. He is consistently a threat of being out there. If he was on any other team... You know, I think that he would be a, a much bigger star than than what he is now. He's considered oh, yeah. a really good player, but considering Marner and um, and Matthews get so much publicity, he kind of flies underneath the radar. And then you could say Tavares too, because he was an MVP candidate when he was with the Islanders. You know, you you could say that Marner is able to kind of fly under the radar, and I think that he is um, he's a like huge. The Sharpie. Yeah, he's yeah. like a. Huge weapon that they have that I think that people kind of overlook.
1: How many goals do you think he has this year?
0: 24,
1: 31. Wow. 31 goals, 34 assists, 65 points, plus 18. He could be a 40 goal scorer this year. It might happen if he's, you know, playing with O'Reilly or Matthews, even Tavares. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's insane to think about this. And I think his cap hits very fair. I think he's around Is- the six, seven. A million marker I, I i don't know but he is. i want to look that up he's very dangerous and i don't think he's going to be a leaf forever but they're going to get a good haul for this if they trade him and he's he's only 26 years old and he's light years better than his brother and he's even <laughs> way better than his dad
0: who is his dad michael nylander former black oh Hawk. okay yeah okay yeah, he's got a six-year, forty-five million dollar deal, six point nine million. Remember, he was holding out, and everyone was giving a, giving him a hard time over it.
1: Yeah, but like you said, he showed up in the playoffs last year, and he was the Big only time. one to show up. Yeah. So now in the, the last season, two, last two years, he's been very good. He's got more goals than Matthews, I think, this year. So
0: yeah, you know what? And as Matt Matthews, you know, they're saying this guy wants fifteen million a year. It, now, if you're asking for fifteen million a year. You got to put up 60 goals a year, minimum.
1: I mean, I don't know how you can do that. Like who is going to, you're going to like have positions like not filled because you're not going to have enough money to fill it. Yeah. Matthews only has 26 goals this year. Wow. 31. He's got 57 points in 49 games played. It's still very good, but it's not 60 goals like it was last year. And He might never hit that again. But that's a lot of money and if you're gonna sign a deal like that, you could say goodbye to the talent around you because it's not gonna last. We have experience with that, being Blackhawks fans.
0: So if you're if you're Toronto and you have this this guy where he's good for he's done 60, more than likely he'll hit fifty, you know, a few more times. Do you take the risk of giving this guy so much money that you can't fill out the rest of the squad, or do you find a way to kind of replace him?
1: Well, I would first say, hey, we got a very good team. You're the superstar on the team. Can we give you an almost identical like deal? Can we give you another four-year, whatever you're at, 13, 12 million? Let's go for it. If it doesn't work out, then you can leave. Go get paid somewhere else. But Let's try to keep this core together. And that, that would be the first approach. And he, he's going to say, no, I, I scored 60. I want money. And you'd have to replace him, man. You'd have to move him at the deadline or even the draft the year before and say, hey, it's not going to work. We can't afford you. Get a huge haul, a couple prospects, picks, anything. Even, I think, is he going to be a UFA or an RFA?
0: Oh, uh, UFA.
1: So you have to trade him. You can't hold him. And you hoping for a team to offer sheet him, you know uh, uh, that would be ideal. You know if you're not going to pay him what he wants, let somebody else sign the contract, take the picks. But now you don't have that option, so you'd you'd have to move on from him.
0: It would also make it hard because he has all the leverage. You know, it's say like I'm the let's just say I'm the Blackhawks, and you know it's out that they're not going to resign him. They're like, okay, well instead of giving you picks, I can just wait until free agency exactly. and s- exactly. sign him on its own.
1: Well, that's why I'm saying I think it would be like a deadline move, like a team that really wants them is going to try to try to get them so they could talk to him first. You know, they got a couple months before July to, to get something going. I've seen it done before, but it's it's a risk, man. It's kind of like what, what's going on with Kaner. A lot of teams could say, hey, we love Kaner. We'd love we'd love to have him, but well, why don't we just wait till July and we can sign him to a, a better deal and we don't have to get rid of anybody or a pick? That could right. be, that could be what's going on with him too.
0: Yeah. You know, we had a poll Tomahawk poll where Kaner's going 49% said that he's staying at home in Chicago. 19% said the Dallas stars, 15% said the Edmonton Oilers and 17% said another team. Um, I'm going to go with that 49% there, man, out of the 132 yeah. voters who voted.
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, I personally, like, I would like to see him chase a cup again. Cause I don't think it's going to happen here. But I'd hate to see him go to Dallas or, you know, somebody in our conference. (laughs) Western conference. Eastern conference would be better. Right. But, uh, yeah, man, I I don't – with the hip stuff going on and the Rangers doing what they did, the Leafs doing what they did uh, yesterday, I just – I think those were the teams that he would have his best chance. I don't think Dallas is going to do anything – I've heard rumors of Tampa getting involved. I don't know how in the hell that could happen, <laughs> but I've heard that. I've heard Carolina. God. Uh, Carolina would be kind of interesting. It'd be kind of cool to see them playing on that team. They're kind of high-flying and obviously boston's been in the mix but if i'm boston why the hell would i want to ruin that chemistry they are absolutely oh, yeah. lighting it up right now i i wouldn't take the take the risk on it so that leaves me to like two teams which would be you know dallas and edmonton and if i'm kane i like if i'm standing in kane's shoes and saying hey i got two teams to pick from because the other two teams are they're out of it they're not chicago's not going to you know get that first round pick i think i would go to edmonton just to play with mcdavid i think it would be awesome you got an elite american playmaker who's probably going to be the best american of all time playing with connor mcdavid i think it would be pretty interesting to see
0: yeah that that would
1: and it's his best chance quite honestly that's his best chance of winning a cup if out of all the teams available right now if he doesn't go to tampa I I just don't know how Tampa could do it. Like how yeah. how would that be done? Like are we going to retain like 10.4 million of his deal so their his
0: cap hit is like 100,000? Yeah.
1: I don't think it works that way, but I just I don't see that happening.
0: Yeah. So there's an article written from the on the com from John about um there's some rumblings going on in Calgary. And that their GM, Brad, tra- traveling, traveling, living, is not happy. And as of right now, they they do not have a playoff spot. You know, last year they had the third best defense, and now they're 16th, you know, and um, things are just going bad out there. Uh, he's not looking for excuses. Kachuk and Goudreau are both gone. He tried to restock the shelves with Kadri and Huberdeau, Mackenzie Wieger. That's not going according to plan. Huberdeau only has four, Fifty-eight points this year. We're talking about a hundred-point producer. Uh, That's not uh, very good. Uh, Kadri's got 20 goals. You know, that's not really good either, man. You know, and they want to put some blame on they want to put some blame on their coach, Daryl Sutter. And it's like, okay, well, you know, things were working out last year and they're not working out this year, you know? And I think a lot of blame goes on the GM too, because it's like, Hey, look, you've got these two players that are playing incredibly well together. They're both a hundred point producers and, <clears throat> and you lose them because you can't grow this, you know, this um, this chemistry, this family, this bond here in, in, in Calgary, that they would decide to leave, even though that, you know, they were just on the brink of having some some playoff success. Where do you think if there was blame to go around here, it would go?
1: I, I don't really think you can blame anybody, honestly. I, I think that Johnny Hockey, he, you know, he didn't want to play there anymore. I Maybe he didn't like the city. I mean, he had a Great run with, you know, Kachuk that year. I think they were, they scored 40 goals each. Yeah. Over 100 points. I mean, yeah. That's nuts. If I think, okay, I guess I could say you got to blame Johnny Hockey a little bit because if he's not planning on resigning, maybe Trilliving could have uh, traded him and got something for him just to replace him. But he walked for free. And those, that's always the hard. That's, that's a hard uh, pill to swallow. Yeah. Kachuk, at least he said, hey, I'm not going to resign. Get a good deal for me. And you know what? That was a good trade. That was a good, good trade for both teams, I thought. It, it was, it, I thought it was more one-sided, actually. I thought Calgary, you know, they got the better the better deal on that. They got a good defenseman. They Jonathan Huberto was very good. Uh, Kachuk's just playing out of his mind down there right now. He's another all star. He's having a good season. But, I mean, if you're going to lose a guy, you got to try to get something for him. And he, I credit him on that. He, he got a good couple pieces for that. Yeah. Uh, as far as the blame on Sutter, I mean, I find that laughable because last year he was, you know, I feel like in every highlight, you know, like they were yeah. praising this guy because he's a good coach. And, um, you know he's, he he Sutter's not going to change. Sutter's Sutter. And you can't blame him because last year they were fine. Look at look at the Kings. They were Stanley Cup champions with him two years. The team's just maybe not playing the way he wants and they're they're not responding to him and unfortunately that's how coaches get fired but it's mostly on the team. So right. I, I I wouldn't I'd love to see Sutter, you know, be a part of the Blackhawk organization. He was a great Blackhawk back in the day and think he'd yeah. be a good coach. Captain. Good. Yeah. Uh, if, I don't think you can blame the coach on that one at all. I think it's the players, in the end, they have to play, and they're just not playing right now.
0: Kachuk's got 56 games played, 28 goals and 48 assists with 76 points. You know, he's lighting it up down there, man. Yeah. They uh they missed the ball on that one because Huberto he's just not I don't want to say he's not fitting in he he's just Markov. not producing he needs yeah. a
1: Barkov he it's different for him and what I don't get is if you're not happy up there why the hell would you sign an extension you know yeah. like why it's not a spite what was your hurry you know that's what yeah. I don't get and I know his agent's been running his mouth too but like hey you you helped orchestrate this bud if right. you should have said hey let's let's take a year and let's see what's going on. But it was hurry up, hurry, 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 get your guaranteed money type of thing. And now he's kind of paying the price. He's stuck there. So Yeah.
0: So, Matt, do you got anything else, man?
1: Well, what do you think tonight? Uh, Leafs, Hawks, I, I got a 6-2 Leaf victory. Ryan O'Reilly's <laughs> first goal as a Leaf.
0: Um, I think it's going to be 4-2 to Leafs. I think it's going it's to a be back one to of back-to-back g- night you know it's kind of funny because sometimes you know the Blackhawks they raise their play to who they're playing, you know and if they're playing a really crappy team, you know it'll be a you know it could be a three to two loss yeah, yeah you know boring, they could be playing yeah. a really really good team and then out of nowhere it looks like they're skating with them you know you know what um,
1: Patrick Kane usually elevates his games against teams that are like elite I noticed over the yeah. years he's always kind of show in it. Yeah, and I talk about it a lot. I the last home game I went to before, like I I went this year it was was years. It was uh, the Matthews and Kane trade off, the the uh, the Hulk Hogan ear thing. You know, like I can't. Oh yeah, and dude, that That's was when I
0: started hating Matthews. <laughs>
1: dude, it was unbelievable though. That was just back and forth Matthews and Kane show, uh, yeah. and it it was very entertaining. The Hawks were still you know still a pretty decent team, I think. They were doing okay, but uh, they were kind of on the downslide. But still, it' very entertaining. Going to an original <laughs> six matchups are always fun. You got the O Canada anthem too, which I get the shakes listening to that too. But uh, I, I got the Leafs. Uh, just they're gonna be too much, man. That that top six, it, you could throw, like I said, you could throw me in net for the Leafs, and I'm gonna get a win. <laughs> I'll get a win, a clean win. <laughs> a five to two victory
0: yeah five to two victory with like <laughs> 10 shots only eight saves yeah <laughs> all right cool man well everyone that's all that we got for you today uh, do us a favor if you have not hit the subscribe button so you subscribe it helps out the podcast big time and uh, we'll catch you on the next one this is the tomahawk we're out of here